0: Downstream from El Paso Juarez, the river starts to fill with water from tributaries, mainly on the Mexican side. In the lower Rio Grande Valley, water is required for the growing townships and also for intensive agriculture. This is where Texans grow cane sugar and citrus fruit. Mexico and the United States have agreed to share the water in the river in a series of treaties dating from 1906. Despite these agreements, the ownership and use of water are hotly contested. The treaties cover releases of water into the Rio Grande from lakes and reservoirs on both sides. The Overseeing the distribution of water on the American side is Texan watermaster Carlos Rubenstein.
1: We allocate waters in the Rio Grande. We make sure that the water that we own, the United States owns at the lakes, uh, is managed in an efficient manner. We calculate the releases out of those reservoirs so that the water can be transported down the river in the quantity and in the time that our users need it. And then more importantly, most importantly of all, uh, that the diverters that are diverting the water, the users, are diverting it in the amounts that we authorize because if we have an error in any one of those facets of it, you know, the river doesn't lie. We're going to have a shortage in downstream.
0: Downstream, the water from the river is divided into 28 irrigation districts on the Texan side. Jojo White is one of the managers
2: we have water rights and we have farm acreages within each district within the geographical boundaries. And basically our function is to deliver the irrigation water to the farmer.
0: And those farmers grow a variety of crops in the fertile Rio Grande Valley. Sugarcane demands more than twice the amount of water than rainfall provides before it is harvested by setting fire to the leaves. Citrus is an equally demanding crop. The owner of one of the largest groves along the river is Jimmy Steidinger.
3: When you get into the citrus business the cost is great. To level your land and drain tile it and put pipeline in it, you're looking at anywhere from $1,000 to $1,500 an acre. Then when you plant the trees, you've got another about four thousand. So you're looking at five to six thousand dollars. So when I got that much cost in hundred and eighty acre, you're looking over three quarter million dollars. And it's scary when I don't have the water because I could lose I could lose my rear on all this stuff. That's what's bad. You got a big investment, and all of a sudden you don't have water. You can't sleep sometime at night, and it's very important that we get this water from Mexico. It's very important.
0: In the lower Rio Grande Valley, the question of who has the water is vital to farmers like Steidinger. Certainly, Mexico has not delivered the amount of water agreed by the treaty.
1: We've had a period of time um, over the last 13 years where deliveries of water by Mexico have not been in accordance with the treaty. In other words, we have not gotten the the average annual deliverables. Uh, that has created some tension, obviously. That also created a, a fairly significant water deficit from Mexico to the United States.
0: Since the first treaty was negotiated in 1906, the growth in agricultural production and the population on both sides of the border has increased the demand for water. The treaty may no longer fairly reflect the interests of Mexico, But on the American side, their concern is with the letter of the law.
2: It's really overproduction in Mexico. That's their own doing. It's not because the treaty is unfair. We feel you have to live within your means. We only have so much water we can use. That's why we don't have all of this land in production, because we don't have enough water. Well, Mexico has the wrong attitude down there. They think they can just keep more, put more and more into production. And unfortunately, to come to make that crop. come to fruition they're using our water
1: which is wrong the treaty uh, was drafted many many years ago the conditions are completely different now Uh, the economies uh, and what have you I mean there's no way you can compare 1906 with with 2005 so I think that's the answer right there Uh, there is not um, uh, I mean it's not a matter of uh, whether or not it's fair or unfair, the conditions are quite different. Certainly we need to update it, update it and, and, and bring it up to speed to reality of 2005.